This is the GoFungal Podcast. So China Morgan is an expert in user-generated video campaigns, and she's the CEO and founder of GIF Out Loud and Vidlo. China, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. I'm so happy to be here and chat with you. Yeah, I'm really excited to learn more about user-generated and what you're doing and what you're building. Uh, you're pretty busy with like these, these companies. How did you get into building video platforms and user-generated content in the first place? So do you want the long version or do you want the short version? Well, I want the long version, but maybe for our audience, you could do the short version and we'll talk more later. Got it. So when I first started my company, Jifa Loud, it came out of, you know how as millennials, we don't really talk on the phone anymore. All we do is text. So I was like, how can we kind of bring our voice back into communication using visuals? Because the visual and the, and the sound creates like the perfect story, right? So we started off as an app that allowed users to add their voice or any music to any GIF in the world and share. We start building that platform and then we start getting brands reaching out to say, hey, can you do this for our brand? So I said, wait a second, we can. Um, so when we start working with the brands, we retired our app and then we start, um, we create a kiosk that allowed brands to create their audience to create videos around their brand sound. Um, so we're doing that. We're working with music festivals. We're working with like Shell and Pennzoil to create like these music kiosks that generated video content. The pandemic happened and then we're here now with our SaaS platform called Vitlo that allows brands to kind of create their own video campaigns in minutes so their audience can create their content for them to share on social. Got it. Are you like a software, like you're building software, right? I am building. I'm not a coder. I'm just the idea girl. Okay, idea girl. <laughs> and then hire. I have a team of developers that that um, code the platform. Okay. Well, it it takes a village. That's a, a whole different world building something. It's a language that I don't understand, but yeah. I understand enough to communicate effectively to my team. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Well, let's talk about user generated content. Can you just define what that is, and then sort of how and why brands would use it? Yeah, so user-generated content is pretty much content generated from your audience, from your users. It can be in a review form, it can be photos, it can be videos. It's just content that's created from your audience. Um, so the one, the best content that converts right now, especially on Instagram and social media platforms, is video. Right? How can we get your audience to create video content, whether it's them talking about your brand, whether it's them dancing and your brands around in, in the frame, how can they create this content to amplify your brand? Because once they post it on social, everyone's looking, right? And they start to become aware of your brand on the videos. Um, so just kind of like, how can we create that brand awareness through content that your audience wants to create already? Yeah, and I think some people know this, but just to help any some of our viewers, is, there a, yeah. is this a different than influencer marketing, like getting influencers involved? It is. So influencers are paid people that are vouching for your brand because they're getting paid for it, right? That's saying it's a bad thing. It's, I think it's an awesome market. But with user-generated um, videos, it's your actual consumer. It's your users that are vouching for your brand and they look just like your regular person. They look like, they, they look like you, right? So when someone sees that, they, they're like, oh, okay, I could wear this because, oh, this girl's wearing it too. She reminds me of myself. Um, so it's pr pretty much more authentic. It's more of a trust marketing um, because it's from people that are actually buying your product or, um, you know, going to your services, relying on your service. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So is 
thinking about the types of companies that would get the most out of user generated content. I mean, there's so many different types of companies. I could imagine like, you know, a really a household brand that has consumer goods could do really well with user generated content. So like you said, like a, like a clothing line, for example, yeah. might, might do that. But are, what about like, are there other companies that would benefit like B2B companies? You said, you know, you mentioned a couple before, what B2B companies, how could they benefit when they're sort of really selling to other businesses? They're not really selling always to end users. Yeah. So, you know, I think it really just depends on your marketing strategy, right? If you're a B2B company and maybe you're doing different um, event marketing, right? And you want your booth to be really exciting. So you can create an opportunity that allows people that are going past your booth to create content around your brand, right? They're going to share it, give them some type of promo to share it on social or to share it wherever. And that just kind of brand awareness for your from your brand because you don't know who's looking at their profiles, right? Mm. Um, so I think for B2B brands, it just they definitely can use user-generated content, but it just depends on their marketing strategy. How are you connecting with your audience? Um, and how do you want to connect? Is it through event marketing? Is it through just like Google ads where you want people to create content that just shows your brand more? It just depends, you know, on what that looks like for them. Got um, it. Are there any examples that come to mind around something that's a little bit more on the B2B side, like you said, event marketing? Are there? Are you doing anything with brands like that that's a little bit less consumer focused? So I like to say they're not like sexy brands, but right? Yeah, we yeah. Make brands a little sexy using user-generated content. They could be a little sexy though. Like they could. I mean, if they, you know, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're actually working with a brand right now. They're like super high tech to the point that the regular consumer is not gonna understand what they're doing. But the part of their marketing is they're going to different events and having booths at the marketing, at the at the conference. Um, so they're, they're putting QR codes at their booth and as people are walking past, they can create content, scanning the QR code, um, create like this fun content and then they can share it directly on TikTok or Instagram. So it's fun, right? Because you have to understand the people in the B2B space, they're regular people too. They wanna have fun just because it's business doesn't mean they don't have a personality and like to have fun. So it's kind of like, how do we strip that off and just market to people? And I think that's where it wins with the B2B is like we're making it more human um, by allowing the chief marketing officer or whoever to still have fun and create content. And the cool thing about user-generated content is that, you know, people love creating videos anyway, right? If you go to TikTok, if you go to Instagram, but why not make sure it's branded with your brand and that they're kind of, pretty much doing the marketing for you at the end of the day. So I think that's where the power lies with creating opportunities that allows your audience to create user-generated content or video content. Yeah, for sure. And so you mentioned like TikTok, Instagram, are you, is there, is this stuff that could be shared on other platforms like LinkedIn as well, or is it really more focused on TikTok, Instagram? And you can share wherever. Um, okay. You can share it on your website. You can share it um, on LinkedIn, on TikTok, on Tumblr, if, that was, if that's still a thing. <laughs> is it a thing? I don't Tumblr. know. I, I haven't know. thought about Tumblr for a while. I know, but wherever you can post yeah. it wherever. <laughs> it's, it's all over though. That's the point. Yeah. It's all over. So now help me understand kind of, I guess, how it works. Like, let's say I'm an event. There's uh-huh. a QR code. Am I using my phone to make something? Am I downloading an app to make something? Can you help me understand like just really quick how it works? Yeah. So I'll tell you from the beginning of if you're a brand, you're going to create the campaign and then what your audience sees, right? So as a brand, you go into our platform and you upload a landing page and you let your audience know what they should do in your video. So if you want them to dance like they've never danced before, if you want them to pose because they have their hair products, whatever you want them to do, right? Um, you choose filters 
um, that you want them to create content around. You upload your own sound, right? So like, what is your brand sound like? Um, and how can we create that into like a shareable moment? So let me, let me ask a question about that. You upload your sound. So what is an example of a brand sound just so I could like wrap my head around that? So, you know, like McDonald's has a tune that you remember like in their commercials, right? Or like right now, yeah. um, MasterCard has like a sound of like when you, when you do their credit cards, they have like a tune that you recognize them by. Yeah. So like, listen to the, or even like Netflix. The, 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 you know, like, you know, their sound of like, when the, you're the, dun, the like gavel yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the example of like a, a tune that's recognized by your brand. Um, yeah. Or if you don't have a brand sound, we have a music library that you can choose from based on characteristics. So like, do you want your audience to feel happy, powerful, tense, mm. whatever you want them to feel, right? Okay. Choose that. And then you generate a QR code or a URL link, right? Around your brand. So then you can use the QR code on pamphlets, on billboards, on commercials. You can use the URL on digital marketing campaigns, on Instagram. So back to your, and I went to on a, loop, a loopy loop for a second. So back to your original question is, if they're using it at an event, right? How it work is that they'll see the QR code that you create in the platform. They'll scan it and it takes them to a web app, just a web page. And they'll see that landing page of dance like you never danced before. They'll tap, tap to start. They'll do their dance, whatever they want to do, right? Um, and then once they do their dance, it kind of remixes with these cool filters and music, and they're able to see the final version. Once they see the final version, they can share it directly to their social media platforms, or they can share it to their, um, to their phone. But one cool thing is that I think with user-generated content, you should always drive traffic back to your website, right? So like, what kind of promo message can you give your audience, right? So you created this content, now you get 10% off your next shoe. Like that's kind of how you keep engaged and want them to create the content for you because they know they're kind of getting something out of it. Mm. And that's how the loop starts to happen. Got it, got it, yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned before, you know, when events sort of went away for the pandemic, but now they're kind of coming back. Do you have sort of kiosk versions of this too, where, where like kind of everything's set up and ready to go, or is it really just everybody's fo own phone? They scan the QR code, and that's how it's done. So right now it's all digital. So it generates the QR code. You can we've we've retired our kiosk in a sense with our Jafalao company. Um, if you, if, he, if our brands want to use it, it's always available. But we're pretty much focused on more of a digital approach um, because of the pandemic, people didn't want to really touch things, and it was just you know a whole new approach of things yeah it totally makes sense i i mean obviously everybody's got a f the the smartphone yeah. they've got their camera in their pocket now right so tap into what people already have tap into the tools so i guess what are the results of a user-generated campaign when it goes well like what would a, like a chief marketing officer like be happy with for example um at the end of a campaign so it all depends on the strategy right so a lot of the times Brands don't want to admit, but there's a such thing as emotional marketing. So like when they're creating the content, how much are they enjoying creating the content around your brand? What is that emotional tie to your brand because you created this experience? Mm. That's one way of looking at it. The second way is how many videos were created. This is pretty much what a lot of the <laughs> our brands want to know is, is this working, right? Are they creating mm. content around it? Are they engaging with the with the marketing strategy that we've implemented? Um, and then the third thing is, um, is it translating into sales, right? So is this driving back traffic back to a shoe that we wanted to amplify? 
So it was more so like emotional marketing, how many videos were created, and then is it resulting in a sale? Are we create? Are we making money from this type of marketing campaign? Yep, and that, of course you have to. We wanted to find some of those goals and metrics ahead of time, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can measure against them. Yeah, because some brands just want it because it's fun, right? And they just want their audience to have something to do, a part of their brand. That's more of like the emotional side. But a lot of brands they want to say, how are we going to make revenue from this type of marketing? And that's just so. That's mainly like how many videos are created, how many times it's shared on Instagram. Are people actually sharing it on social media? Um, so are we getting that brand awareness that we need? And then is it driving sales back to our to our company? Got it. So how hands-on are you with these types of campaigns? Is this like an out-of-the-box, like they kind of deploy it, do-it-yourself type of a model? Or is this a China's going to be talking to you, you know, CMO person and walking you through this and managing your campaign? So it's super hands-off. It's super easy. It takes less than five minutes to create a campaign. Um, it's really, really turnkey and seamless. How we're in it is that we can create like your own custom tunes for your campaigns, and we can do like customized filters for your videos. So that's kind of like where we come in and kind of strategize and help you in that way. But overall, it's you have to, you know, it's super easy. You can do it, you do it yourself. So if it if I wanted to do a user-generated campaign on Vidlo, I would just sign up myself. You sign up yourself and then you create your campaign. Unless we've timed it, we've timed it, and it takes literally three minutes and 45, 45 seconds to create a campaign. Okay. And then All right. After you get that time, the video will start rolling in. You, you said it was five minutes before, now it's three minutes and 45 I mean, seconds. Saving minutes, people a minute and 15 seconds, that's actually pretty awesome. Well, that's, but that's if you have all of your strategies together. If you yeah. have your logo and everything. Five minutes if you're kind of taking a little time to kind of put it together. I got you. Okay. Well, what are the things besides this marketing strategy, which we hope that, you know, you're showing up with in the first place. Let's say I want to create a campaign right after this call with you. What do I need to show up with? Do I need assets and do I need co copy? And what are the yeah. kind of like boxes I need to fill? Yeah. So you need your logo, right? Because the landing page to have your logo on it. And so the videos also have your logo on it as well. Um, you need your design, right? So you can either choose like a color of your landing page or you can upload your own image or a GIF on your landing page. You need a copy, right? And I think this is the most important part is a lot of the times in user generated content, you're not telling your audience what you want. So they're not really able to give you what you want if you don't ask for it, right? So I think the copy is really important. Of what kind of videos do you want? What type of vibe do you want in your videos? I would say that's the hugest part. And that's the part a lot of brands, um, they, they miss. Um, and then that's all you need in terms of your assets. Um, and then everything else we provide in the platform. Got it. Got it. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to make my first user generated campaign this next week. So I got to, but I got to figure out what it's going to be about though. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm excited about this. So what's your vibe? What's your brand's vibe you think? Dad jokes. Okay. So what would you want them to do in their videos? Like act like a, a dad or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe just, you know, dress up as their best, you know, with their best pair of uh, long jean shorts with like a clip on phone on the side okay. you know, on their with a belt. Okay. And, okay. you know, a, a hat and just, you know, or maybe they have their own idea of what they want to do, what they want to look like, you know, um, their best it? dad impression. Yeah. I think that's going to be a killer because first of all, people love you know, interpreting or impersonating different things. 
I mean, it's funny and it's fun. It shows personality. I think you got a winner on your hands. Okay. Or they could just tell their best dad joke. Yeah. For us, you know, Fun Guy Media is the name of the company. So we say that we're fun guys and fun gals. It's kind of your line. A little, it's kind of the line, but like, not everybody loves the, the name, but I always tell people that, you know, just give it a few minutes. It'll grow on you. Okay. Hold on. Why don't you like the name? Like, what do they say is? Um, I don't know. It's their problem, I guess. Uh, maybe because <laughs> it's because sometimes the word fungus grosses people out. Okay. But what what people don't know is that underneath that dad joke and the you know fun guys and fun gals, underneath that is a, a fungus is the largest living organism in the world, and okay. it it acts as a communications network for other living organisms like trees and plants and stuff. And so you're basically connecting um, the world in a way. And so we say that, you know, our mission is to help make, help you make meaningful connections through the the stories that we tell. So there's a little bit of a, you know, it's a little bit cheesy and underneath the cheese, there's some, some deeper meat. So yeah, there's some meat. Yeah. Some cheese and meat and the bread and you got yourself a nice delicious cheeseburger. Uh, with, but it's mushroom based because okay. we're, we're vegan. Not really. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we went from meat to vegan. We like to mix it up. It's fine. It's fine. We're all over the place here. So, so maybe if I get everybody make, telling their best, and I, you know, I don't want it to be not inclusive. I, it doesn't have to be a dad joke. The dad joke is kind of just like what people I think can reference, but okay. it could be their best cheesy, you know, you know, their cheesiest, silliest joke. It could be the best dad joke because boys and girls can both do it. Anyone can do it, right? Anybody Anyone, can do it, yeah. Whatever you, you know, you can do it. So I, I like because I have a visual in my head of what that looks like, and it's pretty funny. So I kind of like that. <laughs> so can you, when you're making a, a video on the platform, can it be like you can actually speak to it and you can actually hear audio, or is is it no audio? It's music based. Um, music so based, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're 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 actually going to be doing a product update soon where you can actually talk because a lot of times. You, for user generate content, they do want to hear what you have to say about their brand. Um, but for right now, it's all about kind of like, what is that sonic sound of your brand? So how can they c- create content around the sound of your brand without got having it. to say any words? Got it, got it, got it. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I guess, is there anything else that you feel like we should talk about when it comes to user generated content that we miss? Like, no, I want to drop as much knowledge as we can. Yeah, I think that a lot of brands like you said, especially in the B2B space, they feel like there's not a, a place for a UGC, a user-generated strategy for their company, but any company can use the strategy. It doesn't matter whether or not you engage with the regular consumer, or if you engage with brands, people are people and they like to see people that look like them and they wanna see people interacting and enjoying your brand. And it's pretty much just giving the authentic proof that people like your brand, they wanna create content around it, um, and there's a lot of power in that. Um, and also in user-generated video campaigns, it's also you're really creating ads around your audience, right? They're pretty much doing the work for you, um, yeah. this type of campaign. So I say that every brand should look at whether it's photos, videos, reviews, look at this type of strategy because it is it does work and does bring in sales and more revenue for your, for your company. Yeah, and you're right. Like it adds like a level of credibility, right? Because yeah. this is coming from your community, not from you. Yeah. So people listen to the other people in the community and they want to hear from them and they want to see how they're using your product and the excitement around it, the good and the bad. The good and the bad. And it's an engagement opportunity, right? So how do you stay engaged with your audience by creating fun opportunities? 
people love creating content. So just kind of that emotional tie as well as creating a fun opportunity for people to create content they're going to create anyway. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a really great point because it's not just about like the final product or the final ad, so to speak, but it's also the experience that they're having. So yeah, yeah. you're creating another experience, another touch point, another way to interact. So that's a great point. Yeah. And I guess that goes into like every company should also have some type of experience with their marketing, right? <laughs> Experiential, whether it's digital or on-site or live. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, I got to ask you, what's something about you, China, that maybe most colleagues wouldn't know? I mean, I don't know if you're a really open person, but that some people, you know, like myself, would might find surprising or interesting yeah. or, or unique. What, come, what comes to mind? So I've been a theater actor since I was seven. Oh, seven. That's early. Yeah. And I've done tons of commercials. I still do commercial work in theater in the Bay Area. So I think a lot of, I don't really, I'm not a huge social media person in terms of like myself. So I don't think a lot of people know that about me, I would say. Yeah. So that's interesting that you're in commercials and that sort of a thing. But it's also interesting that you don't do a lot of social media for yourself. How did you get into social media then? So I think I got in it, I want to say by fluke, but um, so as a, as a theater actress or as an actress, it's all about storytelling, right? Yeah. And I knew brands should tap into their audience to create stories because whether or not you're using sonic sounds or videos, everything is a story. How my audience is, how my consumer is acting in a video, that is a story, right? Mm. So I love that piece of like creating experiences around storytelling, whether it's a five clip video or then singing or dancing or whatever and then in this industry everything is just amplified by social media so i understood right. the link of okay storytelling but how do we amplify this experience more um so i know that's a great thing for brands to do i just personally don't do it in my personal <laughs> my personal life but i understand well, the importance of it yeah sure well it's funny how mar how marketers you know we're in marketing my company's in marketing and we what we do for our clients is we don't always do it for ourselves yeah. And it's just because we're busy doing it for our clients here. And that's, that's where the, that's where the problem lies in the yeah. first place. That's so you're solving that problem. But what do you think about that? Should we change that or should we? Like, should we be it? really active in social media now? I mean, I, you know what? I think I'm, I, I don't, I don't know if I really have a pre preference. I don't think anybody needs to do anything. Like I don't like whenever I see like thought leadership and videos on social media and people are like, you should be doing these five things. And if you're not doing these five things, you will fail. Mm -hmm. um i always kind of just chuckle because it's like who should be doing it? like says who like what should who should be doing yeah you don't have to there's no should you don't have to do anything you don't want to do but i think for for us i like to model what good looks like for our clients okay. so and help them sort of solve their problem by seeing what good looks like so you know one of the reasons why we even have a podcast in the first place and do it are creating these videos is we're also trying to show what what this can look like for our, our clients as they're thinking about content marketing. Yeah. Um, it's another, another way to, to do it. I don't necessarily always feel like I want to be posting on social. That's not like my go-to thing. I was also born, you know, before the internet. I don't, it's not like I'm still kind You're of an alien figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I, it was something really important that you said in terms of like you wanting to model. And I guess that really just shows how authentic your company wants to be for your clients, right? It's like, you can't tell them to do something and as a company, you're not doing it. So like, where's the proof of concept and what you're yeah. trying to do, them, right? Um, I think that's that's important as well. But I'll say yeah. company, but like for my personal, 
use. <laughs> like, I know if my company I post and is active, but personally, I just, I guess I just focus on the company more. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, personally, yeah, that's what it is too. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm very, this is kind of my, this company is my baby and I really want it to succeed. And so I do the things that I think you need to do. But also at the same time, from personal use, like you might not even know I exist. Exist, right? yeah. <laughs> I'm like I haven't posted in so long; it's ridiculous. But I've posted with Vidlo, so that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what you're focused on, and that's what you want to to grow. So I can totally relate to that. Another random question here: What is a word or phrase that we should stop using in the workplace, silly or otherwise? Anything come to mind that's like, oh. A word that I probably use that's probably overused is like amplifying your brand. Like everything's like, let's amplify the brand. Let's, you know, it's like that word is overused. And a lot of people probably don't really understand what it takes to amplify a brand. Um, but I don't know. I have to think about that. That's a good question. Well, that's a good, I mean, I feel like that's a good example of a, like, so amplify. What's a different word that we we could say for amplify? Um, amplify. How do you? bring awareness that doesn't sound really you know fly you know what's a fly well you're in music you know you're kind of in the music world a little bit with what you're doing right so yeah you know an amplify ampla or an amplify fire is that what i'm thinking of that's i think that's a brand right amplifier oh is it okay well i was just trying to think of different words that are like music related words that are amplified um you could say i mean i think it's like all going to be a little kind of corporate like intensify okay. escalate yeah heighten hey that's some very strong powerful terms it's not really like marketable terms you know yeah people probably don't know what it, those things mean yeah they're like intensify. what's that they're like how do i anticipate my brand what is that really intensify mean, you know? yeah it's like that could be kind of could be taken a lot of different ways so i don't know we'll have yeah. to think of on we'll have to work on this until then we'll keep saying it what's okay. that <laughs> I'm a noodle on it. If I come up okay. with a word, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> okay, let us know, and we'll start to tell people to start using that word instead and swap it in. All right, here's another one, putting you on the spot. Finish this sentence, and in an old-timey voice, if you prefer. It's You don't have to, but okay. it's just a suggestion if you want it. Okay. Um, you know what really grinds my gears, and then what really grinds your gears? What really grinds my gears is when. You know, I have to think about that. Yeah, you're too positive of a person. You know, your gears don't really get. Oh, you know, do they get grinded very often. I'm losing character here. I'm, I'm losing character. Let me get back into character. <laughs> <laughs> what really grinds my gears is when my dogs start barking and when I'm trying to tap people. You know what I mean? <laughs> that really grinds my gears. Yeah. Well, they're you know I I don't hear them too loudly. I can tell they're in the background. You know, getting something done working on ah. something hard, but you know, I get, I, I see why that would grind your gears. Got it. Got it. <laughs> what about what grinds your gears? I'm gonna Oof. Put the you. I think what grinds my, what really grinds my gears is when <laughs> my old laptop from 2013 starts to make this really, really loud sound like it's about to explode, but it, it's not really its fault. It's just a robot that I could have fix or replace. It's, do, it's doing it right now. It's just too much. You've been on it too long and just needs to relax a little bit. I'm like the type of person that 
just weights like I've I got a car that's like well over two hundred thousand miles and like I will run it till the ground. Got it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy another car or anything until I have to. So like really? same thing with a laptop. I think it's uh I don't know what it is. It's like I want to get the most out of that. Out of that that sale that buy. That, I guess I mean. So like if you. If there's a new car that comes out that you really want, right? You you won't get it until your car is actually not working at all. I'm like such not a. I'm trying to think of anything that like I'm not like a. I'm not excited about cars. Okay. I only have a car. I live in Chicago. Okay. I, I get around on on a lot of public transportation and cabs if I need to, but um, I have a car for certain things and it comes in handy but i'm not like a car guy so i'm not like oh man that's a cool car and i really want it i'm like i don't even want to deal with cars if i don't have to you know kind of a thing okay. like i had a you know another example is iphone i have an iphone i have the latest one but i, ha I got the latest one because i had to because i was like six versions off stop like it was like iphone i don't even know what we're at right now 13 you like iPhone 7? were you like iphone 6s I was like iPhone seven, maybe six, yeah. Like, but you know what? You don't go into the peer pressure of having to have the newest gadgets. Hey, do what works for you. You know. That's so. There's a good. There's a. There's a good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, your iPhone will stop working or explode in the middle of a call is the bad part. But then again, yeah, I don't have the peer pressure. That's the good part. So there's a little bit of give and take. Okay, <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. So, all right, and finally, China is there. Is there a book or a podcast or an article or anything that comes to mind that you think we got to check out ASAP? So I really like this podcast called Go Fungal. Oh, it's I'm going to really write that down. Hold on. Let me get a really cool podcast. I learned a lot, especially about the video space and the marketing space from them. So check them out, guys. Check it out. Wow. And you can't, you can't give a better plug than in the podcast plug. In the podcast itself, right? Very meta. <laughs> another one i'm reading this book um it's all about SaaS marketing I'm, I'm forgetting the name of it right now but it's just kind of like how do you cultivate customers and how do you create like a seamless experience for your um for your audience and i'm really reading like a lot of business books right now mm. more so than anything else uh, but i have to get back to you with the name okay if you think of the name let me know but i also want to share one with you that i just started listening to it's a book. You could read it or you can listen to it, but it's actually a guy who's an entrepreneur in the SaaS space. So it might be a little bit of connected to what you're doing. The guy's name is Dan Martell and the, the book is called Buy Back Your Time. Okay. It's really all about, I think it's good for entrepreneurs because it's really all about like you get, you're kind of in this get shit done mode and you do all the stuff and depending on where you're at, I guess, in your, your businesses, maybe you've already kind of cracked the code, but yeah finding ways to scale and to grow. It can't be just you working harder. Got it. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and I love, I love just getting perspective on that. I like that. So it's called buy back your time. Buy back your time. Yeah. And it is a guy who created a number of SaaS businesses that were successful. I'm, we're not in a SaaS business, but it's, I think it's pretty relevant to entrepreneurship. Yeah, I agree. Thank Check you for out. that. Taking that gym, taking that gym with me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, and send me your, send me your book. Uh, recommendations if you have them when you get them but um i guess trying to like to wrap this up where can you know people who want to do user-generated content through your platform where can they check it out where they, can they download it where can they try it yeah so you can go to our website bitlow.video 
or it still might it's with our regular it was our name that we just changed called vidi.video um okay. you can check both those out it'll take you to our landing page where you can kind of see what we do um and we're actually launching for everyone this upcoming week so we're going live mm -hmm. officially this week so you guys will be able to check out the platform um, and start creating these cool campaigns for your audience that's awesome so by the time you're listening to this we might be a little later than the week, but it'll be launched. And so you can definitely check it out, which is awesome. Yes. Cool. And I'm going to check it out and, and build my dad joke campaign. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it because I'm going to be first in line to, to impersonate my dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, China, this was so awesome. So helpful. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your knowledge. Yeah. Thank you so much for having, taking the time to chat with me and learning more about what I do. I appreciate it. And tell those dogs to be quiet back there. Listen, it grinds my gears. I'm telling it you. Does. It grinds my gears. <laughs> All right, China. Thanks so much. Thank you. No final.